your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. And we continue now with uh, the news that I'm sure you came across in some respect, at least this week. Earlier this week, uh, U.S. President Barack Obama and Cuban President Raul Castro standing side by side during a groundbreaking meeting between the two governments. Obama emphasizing that this is the beginning of a new era of cooperation. Is that really the case, though? Let's discuss with Dr. Mark Chernick, professor of the practice of conflict resolution and human rights at Georgetown University's School of Foreign Service, also the the director of the Center for Latin American Studies there. Good morning from Seoul. Good morning. Now, this was the first time in 88 years that an American president has set foot in Cuba, so that seems significant in itself. Well, certainly, but in, within those 80 years, we had in the late 50s, of course, the Cuban Revolution, and that's what really distanced the two countries, and we're now just coming out of that. But what's the public response been like? Well, the public response in the United States is mostly and overwhelmingly positive. The Cold War ended 25 years ago or more, and Cuba was still labeled as an enemy. It's, uh, it continues to be so. The, the U.S. embargo continues. And yet President Obama had the foresight and courage to try to bridge the the gap between the two countries uh relations were restored earlier this year and or actually it was, it was last year it was restored mm. and they planned this visit uh his arrival on the island was very well received cubans overwhelmingly supported the visit both sides are determined to to end the hostility and to promote a new a new era of relationships why did it take so long though well it's a hard question this should have happened really when the when the berlin wall fell down in 1989 or when the soviet union collapsed in the early 90s one expected that and yet yet 25 years went on no opening the main reason for that, at least what the common analysis here in the United States is, is that there is a strong community of Cuban Americans, mostly in the state of Florida, and that they're important electorally, they're important to the election of U.S. presidents, and they have political influence. And no one dared to challenge the power of, of the Cuban lobby in Florida and in the United States. Yeah, Marco, Obama did. Marco Rubio well, came out recently um, and, and suggested that he was very firmly against what uh, President Barack Obama is doing. Can you better explain for us the agenda of that Cuban lobby that you referred to? Well, there, after the revolution in 1959, there was a mass exodus from Cuba. And then over all these years, the United States has received hundreds of thousands of Cubans. There's a policy here in the United States saying if any Cuban that steps foot on U.S. soil is automatically granted uh, access to a, to a residence visa. It's the only country in the world that has that. Mm. And
and and and so Cubans ha- have come here, and the U.S. has supported that. That community has been, and particularly in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, implacably hostile towards the the Cuban government, implacably hostile towards Fidel Castro, mm-hmm. and they gained political power and they gained political strength and they gained economic strength. But a generation has gone by. What we're seeing is that the children of the Cuban exiles, they're curious. They want to go back. And one thing that's happened over the last 20 years is that Obama and indeed his predecessors, going back to President Clinton, began to make it a little easier to for Cuban family members to travel to Cuba. So one suspects that, and what, I think what we're seeing that is that is that the Cuban community was once very much Republican. This time, the last two presidential elections, they voted for Obama, and we're seeing the Cuban community is changing. The younger generation wants the opening, mm. and Cubans want to go back to Cuba, and now they want to invest in Cuba. How, how far it, could comparisons be made with? The situation with North Korea, for example. I mean, there, there are obviously some similarities there. And now with this uh, approach of friendliness, even in the face of of economic constraints, uh, if that really is to open up relations between Havana and Washington, it could set a precedent for other diplomatic standoffs around the world. It's possible, but there there's a major difference. And, and that is... And, and that is Cuba basically had, had already opened up to the world. It had completely reintegrated into Latin America. It completely reintegrated into global commerce and completely re- re- reestablished ties with Europe, with Asia, China, with India. The United States was the odd man out. The United States alone endured the embargo. Mm. There was a time when all of Latin America, except for Mexico, um, enforce the embargo on Cuba, but that disappeared 25 years ago. And so the United States was alone. Cuba was not isolated. So That's not um, the case of North Korea. Mixed mix signals Korea, then to Pyongyang. That? Say that again? Mixed signals then really to Pyongyang. If, if they were to look at Cuba as an inspiration, they, they might think, well, if we open up, this could happen. But then again, will the U.S. continue to, to, to uh, impose sanctions for longer than the rest of the world? Well, that, that, that's, yeah, I think that, that's, that's quite insightful. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, North Korea, at least from where I sit, seems more isolated. There's, a, there's another element here which may have some lessons, and that is most of, or if not the entirety of Latin America, opposed U.S. policy. And opening up to Cuba has, in fact, strengthened the U.S. position in the region. It's helped reintegrate and improve relations with the entire region. So the question would be, would an opening towards North Korea help or hinder broader relations throughout Asia? Yeah, well, it's an interesting one. Uh, And obviously very complex when you throw in other players like China and even Russia. Just referring back to the situation in Cuba, though, you said that... uh, there's been this opening up, but you've still got the Castro regime in place. Uh, the older brother, Fidel Castro's attitude towards the United States has been reportedly different on a continued basis to that of Raul Castro. Are, are there not human rights concerns ongoing? 
Yes, there certainly are. And when, when I said opening up, what I was referring to is Cuba's relationship to the rest of the world. That Cuba, you can get on a plane in any Latin American country, many European countries from Canada, and now even from the United States, is that Cuba was not isolated from the world. That had, They once were, but they no longer were. So in terms of trade, in terms of tourism, in terms of international travel, and Cuba had opened up very much, and, and they even opened up in terms of their citizens going throughout the region. We've got, um, a, we've got a message here, just to get to very briefly. The Prime Minister did not even come out to meet Obama at the airport. That's a snub. Would you agree with that? Uh, that I, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't see any reports of a snub in terms of Raul Castro, the president. In terms of your, in terms of your earlier question, yeah. is... is, is has the Cuban regime opened up? No. It's opened up modestly. I think their model looks more like China and Vietnam. The, the Communist Party wants to maintain hold over politics, but open up the economy and open up trade relations. That seems to be where they're moving. They don't want to, they don't want to have hostility to the United States. What's, what's changed, I think, more than, than the Castro brothers and the leadership is the United States. Yeah. Obama came and said, we want normal relationships. We have differences. We have questions about human rights and democracy. But we're not going to force these on you. We right. want to treat you as we treat other nations. And that and that's where the change is coming from. Dr. Chernick, thank you very people, much. We'll we do have to leave it there, but great to have you on the line. We'll continue this morning in a moment. Okay, you're welcome. Bye-bye.